So the big question is this. How does a powerful, high-achieving woman who's successful in every part of her life, except with men, dating, and relationships, meet, attract, and create that healthy relationship that lasts with the right man? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Barry Price, and welcome to Her Dating and Relationship Secrets. Her Dating and Relationship Success Secret number 27. It's time for you to be more polarizing. What do I mean by polarizing? Well, the best way to get lots of people to kind of like you is to be kind of a mediocre, generic version of yourself, to sand off all of the sharp edges. You don't want to be too anything or not anything enough. You try to be a very middle-of-the-road person. We can learn this during life when we're busy trying to fit in. Fit in at school, fit in in a workplace, and think about a job interview. So many people go into a job interview just not wanting to turn off the interviewer, and they'll go into dates or be in relationships the same way. The underneath lack, scarcity, and fear like my client, Vicky, who for so long she had felt lonely and she really just wanted a man to choose her, but she wanted a quality man to choose her. But her approach when she would go on dates or in her online dating profile was very generic. Underneath it was this fear that if she got too specific, then it might not turn on all of the guys that she actually wanted to be into her. She had a fear of loneliness. So the, the most painful thing would be if she went and checked her dating profile messages and there were none. Who do I need to be so that I don't turn anyone off? Like that job interview where you're being this generic version of yourself. So the profile read like that. You know, I, I like to travel, walk on the beach. I enjoy, uh, you know, Saturday mornings at home and then going and exploring and doing road trips sometimes. It, it was all pretty common stuff. The thing is, we've got to be more polarizing if we want a reaction and love is a total reaction to someone. It's a powerful reaction to someone. Whether that's a partner you're already with or someone you're meeting for the very first time, if you're not authentically, distinctly you, then how can they tell you apart from other people? In the world of swiping across people, or tons of, of online and offline distractions, even competing for attention from your partner, perhaps, right? a married couple who can be in the same home, but not always connect, they can be into other things. The way we stand out is by not trying to fit in. So for Vicky, this started with her emotional willingness to accept those parts of herself that she thought people might not like. We're not willing to show a side of ourselves if we think we're going to be rejected for it, and that hurts us. You know, the only way we can actually have somebody want us 
intensely is to fully and intensely show what's different about us. I had a friend, Kevin, who had this gap between his teeth. And he said, you know, I used to be self-conscious of my gap tooth and I really wanted to fix it. So I would try to not smile and try to hide it and just try to be like other people so I wouldn't turn off the girls that I was interested in. He said, then one day I met a girl who said, oh my God, I'm so attracted to you. And she started talking to him and they went on a date. And he said, it's, it's amazing to me. I never thought about the fact that the way my gap tooth looks might be something that somebody really, really loves. See, me and my friend Ray that used to go out in, in my 20s, in my player phase, when we would go out, initially, I, I would just notice that not many people would have strong feelings about me positively or negatively. I was just kind of, you know, I'm an okay guy. But Ray had a very distinctive look and attitude and personality. He was a strong flavor, you know, like the extra spicy Doritos or something. And there was no in-between with him and women. A woman either really, really wanted to meet him or date him, or they would never want to meet him or date him. They were very clear, but it was 10 out of 10 in how intense the decision was for them. And so he never had any issues with that, right? And I was this shy guy, like I need to figure out how to, how to start attracting and meeting people. And I realized a part of this was just that Ray was not afraid to put out all of his distinctness, the things that made him unique. So when I was working with Vicky many years later, we were looking at what's true about her. What can she say in a dating profile that nobody else could say? You know, like I actually spent six months on an at-sea oil drilling platform with a bunch of roughnecks. And I also like to get dressed up in heels and a dress and go dancing. It's like, how, how many women do you know that can say that? The minute we began to put in distinctly true things about her, she'd had an adventurous life. She'd become a successful businesswoman, but she'd done all sorts of other things. And by, by beginning to include not just the side we want to present to others, she began to turn off the right people, the guys that wouldn't really appreciate her. Why would you want to end up with them anyway? And powerfully attract the men who were right for her. And the man who fell in love with her, with who she really is. She was willing to be polarizing. She was willing to be a stronger flavor of herself. This also happened with a client of mine in a, a marriage that wasn't working. When she started with me, it was deciding whether to stay in the marriage and at the very least how to detox because the stress and the effect on her was really disempowering feeling to be in a marriage that wasn't working. So as we began to work together, Karen and I, we knew that part of what had happened was gradually bit by bit, she had lost her identity into the marriage. And this was a, an intelligent, smart, strong, successful woman but once they had kids and she felt like she was supposed to be a certain thing to be a good wife and be a good mother, she began to put some of her own needs aside and speak up less. She tried to 
kind of make herself a version that would be palatable, acceptable to others. People pleasers definitely don't want to be polarizing, right? If you're a people pleaser, then you usually aren't willing to be polarizing. By the way, if you're a high achieving woman, and I'm guessing you are, or you wouldn't be here, that's why you want success without having to settle in your life in this area. It means that in the areas you are successful in, you probably don't come from a place of letting everyone else tell you who to be. You don't say, well, okay, I won't go into that career if you don't like it. You tell me what to become. You probably are bold enough that when you have a conviction about something in your career or in your health or in whatever matters most to you that you're most successful in, you're willing to turn people off. You're willing to be you and stand by what you are, who you are, and what you believe. Well, when Karen began to embrace this in her marriage, which only happened once we got into the, that deep inner healing work in the framework that made her feel safe enough to know, I deserve to use my voice. I deserve to be me. I don't have to be the roles that have been demonstrated to me. I'm worthy of love as who I am, even if it doesn't look like what others say I should be. The minute she stopped living from what she should be and started being who she was, the minute she was willing to risk turning her husband off. By the way, when I say turn on and turn off, I'm, I don't mean just sexually. I, I mean just energetically in life, like, you know, like friends you want to hang out with and friends you're like, oh, no, I'm not taking that call. Are you drawn to the person? Do you want to be closer to them or around them? Or are you repelled by them? That's what I mean. When she became willing to become her own source of the needs that she needed met, to accept every part of herself, including her shadow, which we'll get into in another episode, right? Is loving and accepting your shadow. Suddenly she was willing to show and be all of who she was, whether someone liked it or not, not in a confrontational way, not like, I don't care if you like it, but just from a self-assured place. This is who I am, right? And without the fear of take me or leave me, I wonder if you'll leave me but this is who I am. I love myself and yes, I'm distinctive. Yes, I get a little dorky and I like to do these geeky things and I love that about myself. I'm not apologetic about it. Yes, I sometimes get very reactive and sensitive around certain issues and I'm working on it and I love myself for that. And it's part of who I am and I'm not gonna be made to feel less about that. Suddenly, the relationship dynamic began to improve. You know, Anna and I are together in large part because we've been willing to be ourselves at the cost of losing one another. We have to have the freedom to be who we really are for this to be a healthy, loving relationship, which is why it is. We both know we'd be okay if we had to part ways, and neither of us thinks we ever will, and neither of us intends to. We love one another for who we actually are, including the rough edges and the friction and the, the uniqueness. I couldn't have picked her out of a crowd if she had tried to be generic. So today's secret is be more polarizing. Where are you playing it safe and sanitizing who you are or trying to push a square peg into a round hole in terms of how you show up, how you present yourself, who you present yourself as? It's time to stop. You're not gonna be successful that way. You want success in this area? 
You really want to, to deserve it and earn it? Here's how. Time to be polarizing. So today, do one thing that you can apply this in. Where can you be more, more polarizing? Maybe it's with a friend, a family member, a person you're dating, a person you're already married to, a coworker, a client. Where can you be more polarizing and take the risk of being a little less liked so you can be a lot more loved? Thanks for joining us. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and also share this with anyone that you think it could help. Because I'm on a mission to help one million successful women have healthy, lasting relationships.